Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram. Hi, I'm Yonja from Germavolt. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, a podcast that focuses on the business and legal aspects of the beauty and fashion industry. Yes, we will be talking about industry trends and issues, and you will also hear interviews from brand founders and other industry experts. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. Hi, Yonja. How have you been? Hi, Tashi. I've been well. How about you? Yeah, good. Have you been busy? Uh, it's actually been slow this week. Oh, that's a good one because yeah. you're usually like so busy all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. A lot of Netflix this week. <laughs> that's a good one. So on today's episode, we've got a really special guest, somebody that I so enjoy working with. Her name's Michelle Rusin, and she is the editor of Retail Beauty Magazine. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Tash. How are you? Yeah, good. How have you been? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. This is oh, great. Of course. Of course. We definitely wanted you on the show from day one or day zero. <laughs> so it's just, it's good that you've got the time to come on the show. Thank you so much for that. So maybe I'll just start off by saying I met Michelle hmm, maybe about five years ago. Um, <laughs> and I think at that time you were on mat leave or something and you were you started a beauty blog didn't you like called beauty hacks i did yes that's a good memory god that was a while ago yeah that was uh that was that was more than five years ago because my youngest daughter is uh almost seven now so it's probably i've met you closer to seven or oh, so really yeah <laughs> Yes, I think I was trying to keep my myself busy and occupied, and and to stop my brain going going to mush while I was on that. <laughs> yeah, and I so enjoyed um, meeting you, and we've become friends, and now we're yes. working together on uh, where I'm contributing to your magazine, uh, Retail Beauty Magazine. So thank you very much for that, Shari. Really no, it's, it's great. It's great to it's great to have you um, as a new contributor. It's it's fantastic because you've got such an in-depth knowledge and I think you know your background with being a lawyer um first and then and then involved in beauty second it's it's always good um particularly for a for a magazine like ours which is you know focused on that beauty business that aspect. Business so, aspect yeah yeah because I know I've passed you a couple of things before and I've said as a lawyer can you explain this to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no problem at all it's so simple um just want to get to know you a bit more like so maybe you give us a rundown a little bit about yourself and your background and how yep. you got into yeah the um journalism side okay well i um so i'm the editor of retail beauty at the moment um which is part of intermedia um i started off there i've been there for a couple of years now and before that i was beauty editor on professional beauty magazine and in style which is also the hairdressing mag um so that's um career-wise but i've been like born and bred in sydney um i went to macquarie university and i did a bachelor of media i, I always wanted to be oh, wow. i either wanted to be a teacher or a, or a journalist and um oh, i wow. did work so experience teaching. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to be a teacher. Well, I, for, I'm, I'm glad. I I, I'm glad you didn't go down the route because I think it's one of I, like the most stressful oh, professions oh, these days, isn't yes, it? Yes, I take my hats off to all of the teachers out there. I think it is such a, you know, a tough job. Um, so yes, and then, but I did work experience at you know um, a local paper and at Cosmo magazine. I think that was at the time Cosmo or Cleo. And then that kind of really cemented in my mind that I wanted to be a journalist. Um, and so I did, I went to Macquarie University and did a, a Bachelor of Media, Media majoring in print. And um, since then, like, and then I moved overseas um, for a couple of years. I lived in London, I lived in Japan, um, in Tokyo, and then I came back. And then funnily enough, I ended up in media sales at Fairfax Digital. And then I was there for a couple of years and then That's I got huge. used to the yeah. yeah, well I got used to the money in sales and then I was like, it's not really what I want to do though. I always wanted to be a journalist. And so then I um, moved to Port Macquarie and I became a journalist on the Port News, which wow. is still a oh, um, wow. and I, so I, 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 I of, sometimes read it online actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it was part of so um like press um, at the time and it was, yeah. it was part of the Fairfax family then. Um so I yeah, I did that and that's how you kind of had to earn your cred, I guess, as a journalist back then. You had to move away and get your rural experience. Um because I couldn't get a job in Sydney as a journalist. It was too competitive. Um and then so I had the choice of Port Macquarie. Kudamundra or Quimbian. <laughs> I got three. Port Macquarie it is. Definitely. And uh, the best. Uh, and, and I love Port Macquarie. And my parents um, had a holiday house there at the time and they were actually living there. So it was it was an easy move. Um, How long and, were you um, at Port Macquarie for? Uh, I was there for about a year and a half, I think. So, um, you know, it was very different. I did my cadet course I, I you know it was very different to how it is now I had to do t-line like I had to do shorthand um that's how like, oh, wow. <laughs> learning can um, you still remember you, shorthand oh I'm terrible I couldn't really read my shorthand <laughs> but you know you went out with a pen and paper yeah there wasn't any fancy voice recorders and trans um you know how you could just transcribe interviews straight away like you can now yeah, um, yeah. it was all pen and paper and um and very old school. And then I moved back to Sydney and then I worked at um, 9MSN as a news producer. Wow. So, um, I was actually working on MSN NZ. So my, my editor was based in New Zealand, but the whole team was based in Sydney in Australia Square. So I worked as part of the news team there and I would have our, you know, our, our every morning we'd have our weekly news meeting. So, um, but you have to do uh, shift work um, oh, because wow. you're – a news team mm. um so it was you know it was quite full-on um and i was working on msn and z there so i'd report into my editor who was based in new zealand but the whole team was based in sydney the news team mm. and then i was there for i think about five years until i fell pregnant well with my first child yeah. and um i came back i took a year off on mat leave and i came back in a part-time capacity and i had to be taken off of news because I couldn't do the shift work anymore because I had to pick up and drop off my child at daycare, mm. my daughter. So I actually kind of fell into beauty and lifestyle accidentally because I'd, I'd had um, a news 
background prior to that. And then it was only when I, I had um, I had my first born, my daughter, that I had to um, change into the lifestyle. So it was more nine to five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was the best thing ever. <laughs> I wish I yeah, had. which is so much easier. It's not as stressful, isn't it, with news? Yeah, like, you know, if there was breaking news, you know, we would have to yeah. stay back um, or you'd have to start early. You know, I'd start at 7 a.m. or I'd finish at 7 p.m. Um, on a regular basis. So, oh, my uh, God. When, when you have My kids, dog wants you, to go out to pee now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Tashi's kicking everyone out. <laughs> this is this is a this is a bit I'm so sorry. Can we put this on the podcast? Yeah, we, yeah, we can put this on the podcast. Yeah. Just do it live. Just do a live show. <laughs> it would be funny. It would be entertaining for sure. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so you've come from such a rich background and like from like I'm um, I'm sorry in quotation marks serious news into beauty and lifestyle. I mean do you have do you and you enjoy the change? So tell us a little bit more about for the audience's sake, because um, we have an international audience as well. Like, yep. what is Retail Beauty Magazine all about? Okay, so Retail Beauty actually started off as a spree magazine, and it started in London in the in the nineteen eighties um, by the founder Andrea Ferrari, who is an amazing woman. And so it's a French word, esprit. Um, and, you know, she said it was kind of very avant-garde back then to have a, a trade mag called um, called that. So she launched it in the 80s and then I think it was about 20 years ago she, um, Andrea moved to Australia from England and then she started Esprit Magazine Australia. Um, so it was still going in the UK but she started that here. Um and so it's been around a really long time. I think people don't realise ha- how long, um, a- as it was known, Esprit has been around for. And then it's only last year that we changed the name to Retail Beauty um, because there was a number of reasons. Um, number one, because Esprit, some people still think of the clothing brand. Yes, or, that's uh, what, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So it was always kind of an explanation as to where Esprit, the magazine, um, you know, the, the, the magazine about the retail beauty industry. And, you know, with things um, going much more towards the digital kind of focus now, mm. um, just in terms of SEO purposes and things, it just made sense to call it something simple that would work, mm. that works well. And so mm. after a long discussion and hundreds of names thrown about, we we just all decided collectively that Retail Beauty mm. was the best because it says exactly what it is about. Um, and then we sit alongside now the sister publications of Intermediate, which is Professional Beauty, like I said, in style. So it just makes sense uh, because then in... Uh, I think it was about 2018 it became part of the Intermedia um, oh, family. Oh, so it got purchased so, by Intermedia. Yes, yeah. so so that's why um, we, we, where I was working at the time. So, so yeah, um, so there's, there was a joint venture um, 
situation there. So, which still remains today. Yeah. So, did so you were, were you the catalyst for the change to of the name of the magazine? No, no, it wasn't the catalyst. It was something that we'd spoken about as a team for mm. for a little while. Um, yeah. And I just think with. Um, yeah, with with COVID and everything that had happened, and and the real focus on on people, um, you know, because people couldn't access the magazine um, when co- some of the lockdowns run because the department stores were closed. Yeah, um, so, okay. so you know, everything really had a focus on um, digital. Online, so we wanted to yeah. people to be able to access mm. all of our content and our magazine online. Mm. So I think that just kind of um, enhanced. Um, the conversation and, and moved it forward and yeah we had the name change so um and it's, it's, it's a, easier to find us yeah, online it's been a good change hasn't it because uh, i think um i remember you were telling me like readership had increased significantly with the change as well yeah like our traffic has doubled um oh, oh like it's, it's grown 70 percent. sorry um year on year from last year you wow. know our, um our Impressive. social yeah, like we're 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 really um, even though we are predominantly a print magazine, our reach is around fifty thousand per month, and that's um, around thirty thousand mag and around twenty thousand um, digital. So, wow. but we, yeah, that's pretty good. That's really really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that that's what retail beauty as a magazine is today, I guess. But yeah, it's got it's got a long history. Um, yeah, it's been around for a long time. So, who who is your target audience like for for the magazine? So, it's really everyone who is in the retail beauty industry. So, we you know that that could be like management across all brands. We we talk about the, we reach the beauty advisors on the floor, the counter managers, mm-hmm. the store buyers, the pharmacy buyers. Yeah. Um, so. You know, we we talk about the beauty advisor is really the the ultimate beauty influencer because they are the ones on the shop floor making mm-hmm. you know helping that that yeah. um, final purchase decision for that customer. Yeah. So they are really we talk about you know the final three feet as they say with that that before that customer walks to the cash register, who's that person influencing them and their decision? That's the beauty advisor on the floor. That's. Um, you know, the ultimate beauty influencer. Mm. And so that's who we are speaking to. Um, we speak to the beauty buyers, um, yeah, the, the managers, the CEOs, the people in marketing, anyone in that yeah. industry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's amazing. And, yeah, I like how, how your, your readership has grown so much. So, um you don't that there's no age bracket that you target do you it's just everyone no it's everyone really for everything yeah yeah it is a broad um spectrum of people that we have yeah I, I wouldn't say it's particularly at, at age at a, at a particular demographic mm. age demographic or, or gender even i mean you know predominantly you find females in the industry but um yeah is yeah. it something like they subscribe to? Like, you know, if they were to get the magazine, it's something that they get every month? Yes. So you subscribe to the magazine. We're a quarterly publication. Sorry, I should have clarified that. So we do 100 pages or around 100 pages every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
we also do a weekly newsletter that goes out every Wednesday. So people subscribe to the print mag, but during COVID we made it free um, on our digital platform oh, and yeah. we haven't um, we haven't gone back to charging for that because, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you can access the our digital magazine free online mm-hmm. um, or you can subscribe and have it delivered um, okay. to you. And like I said, our weekly newsletter is free. That's a, a, a mix of all of the weekly news um, that's happened. So there's a we're, we're kind of we update that um, regularly. There's at least seven news stories every week going into that I newsletter. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I write for your newsletter as well. Yes, you, so I, thank you. Yes, it's great. <laughs> and, you, have, um, and you often say to me, "Oh, I've got so much for this week already." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good to have you know, like a lot, like because you know, with our newsletter, yeah, um, we have seven spots that we can showcase. But often we have more articles, so mm. it's just picking the best mix. And we have the amazing Elizabeth King writing for us who is a fantastic writer who's been writing for us for uh, for a number well of years. respected, yeah. So well respected and mm. she is a real um, guru of the industry and she writes for us um, regularly every week and for the magazine, uh, magazine as well. So, yeah. I really like Elizabeth King. I, I have, like, huge so, respect for her as, you know. Oh, she's amazing. A guru yes. in the industry and... The, her writing is fantastic as well, and her insights that she brings into like business, like the beauty business aspect, amazing. Yeah, yeah she really um, understands that the you know the nitty gritty. The, the she goes into that really um, deep dive into the financials of the beauty industry and the acquisitions and mm. yeah, all of that business yeah. news that's happening. Yeah, um, she's fantastic at covering all of that for us. That all sounds amazing, Michelle. It sounds like you've got like a really good caliber of experts on the on the panel there that are writing for the magazine and sharing yeah, their insight. Yeah, it's great. And, and you know, as an editor, that's that's my role to kind of um, bring as many voices as I can on, you know, to showcase in the mag and, and on the website. And it's great. For example, like we've got Tash writing for us now who brings her very unique and incredible um talents to the website as well because you know tash you're so good at oh, all of you. your your photoshops like just pres- <laughs> the way you present um your your articles and the time and everything that you spend on them it's it's amazing mm. thank you so well much. done tash <laughs> <laughs> no it's good you know it's, it's getting a, a, it's not about me it's about you. <laughs> across uh, the whole industry which is what yeah. we want so yeah so michelle how do you select who's going to be featured in the magazine? Like, is there like a special criteria that you guys go through? That's, that's gonna- a great question. So we have our regular features in every issue. So that's the cover story that we have. So this issue, we've got Walida on the um, front cover um, sharing their story. And they've been around for 100 years. Like, they're an amazing brand. Um, then we have our high-level interview, which, again, Elizabeth King um, conducts that interview with a CEO or a managing director. Um, then we have the My Journey piece, which is – usually someone um, at a marketing marketing manager level um, interview. Then we have our Have You Met piece. Um, we've got, which is like a, a usually a makeup educator. Yeah. Um, 
then we have five minutes with, which is our celebrity piece. So I've just interviewed Elle McPherson this week for the next issue for WorldCo. Um, Then we have our photo shoots, every issue which we do with the amazing Brandy. Um, She's a photographer based at Artama that we've been working with for years. There's our beauty breakthrough. So we interview, um, for this issue, I spoke to the staff at Mecca about some oh, nice. tips. Mm. Um, yeah, and then um, they share that we speak to the beauty advisors on the floor and ask them um, for their tips and tricks mm. on you know, whatever topic we're covering at the time. Yeah, We have a buyer's list. So we speak to the beauty buyers, whether they're from Sephora or Chemist Warehouse, um, we talk to them about what their favourite products are. Yeah. We get a trend piece from Mintel every issue. We also have a piece from Accord, which is um, they're the the body that represents the kind of hygiene, cosmetic and, and specialty products industry. Mm. Um, so, it, yeah, every issue we, ha- we kind of... We um, so it's kind of like sectioned into different themes, and you you keep it quite consistent with every print, yeah. Yeah, we have our regular features mm-hmm. that we um, that we do every issue, and then it also depends on what's happening um, on the when that issue comes out. So, for example, the APP, which is the Big Australian Pharmacy Conference, that always coincides with our autumn issue I think I'll have to check that um but then and this issue I've got a big strong focus as well on uh retail because I've just been to uh, the naturally good um beauty business sorry business summit Mm. and there were a lot of um fantastic speakers there Mm. so we've spoken to a lot of them on you know how to get ranged um I've spoken I've interviewed some people from based on the on the Naturally Good um, Business Summit. So some of the uh, topics covered there were how to uh, maintaining a competitive advantage at retail, how to get range in a retailer. Um, so it depends on also each issue is, is different based on what events have been happening or what's coming up as well to coincide with a, an editorial calendar as well. Mm. Okay. So, Michelle, what do you love about your job? Um, the best thing about my job, I guess, it definitely is the people that I get to meet in my job. So, um, whether that's, you know, the, the building up the contributors that we have, the, the regular ones like yourself, Tash. So we've got Michael Brown, we've got Clayton, we've got, um, from my fragrances of the world, we've got Nikita, um, who's ex L'Oreal, like just meeting and, and working with these people on a daily basis. Um, and Elizabeth King is fantastic. Um, Kat, mm. who's our national sales manager, she's great. Oh, so I think it really helps us. Our designer, Sonia, is amazing. We've got amazing photographers. So I think just surround, just being around people that I really enjoy their company and I really um, is, is the best part of the Aww, job because I like you. everyone that I work with, <laughs> which, is, which is great, you know, which is quite rare. I, I after speaking, you know, I, I know it's, it's not um it's not always the case so that's that's true that actually definitely makes your job a lot easier when you are working with people who you really get along with mm. Mm. yeah absolutely um, and then you know the i suppose now um with the lockdown you know everything we were locked down and there was nothing really happening um everything was via zoom on in addition to the homeschooling as well which was a nightmare but now 
the kids are back at school and, and you know, events are back on the schedule, um, expos are back, which is great. It's been so great going to expos this year and really networking and just catching up with people again. It's fun, isn't it? It's great. And I yeah. think people are in such a good mood because we have been locked down for so long. You know, everyone's really positive. Um, what's happening in the beauty industry is, is it's all good news, you know. So, mm. yeah, so I would say that's probably the best part is, yeah, the, the, the people. The people. Mm. Yeah. Michelle, how glamorous is your job? You get to attend these lavish events, you get invites. Tell us a bit more about how this all comes about. That That's definitely one of the perks of the job is is going to these events. And, of course, that's what gets shared on social media. <laughs> what you don't see <laughs> is the not-so-lavish part, um, you know, where we might be packing bags for expos yeah. or when you're at, you know, at like midnight in your dressing gown quickly trying to type up a story. <laughs> um, but, yes, the, I, I suppose one of the one of the perks of the job is you do get to go to events that um, brand, if, you know, a brand is launching a new product mm-hmm. uh, and, they, and they want retail beauty there to cover it, um, then that is definitely a, a one of the perks, de- yes. So, um, so give us some examples of some of the your favorite events that you've attended so far this year. Maybe one or two. Oh wow! Oh, there's been so many. Um, well, we we both went to the um, long comment recently for yeah, Bastille. That was, was amazing. Which was great. Um, you know, it was. I, I just think it's. And I remember somebody said you look like Julia Roberts. <laughs> There was obviously a lot of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) We love our bubbles, don't we? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, there are some really um, beautiful events that happen and, you know, the expos are great as well to attend because they're such a networking opportunity, I find. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, some of these huge beauty brands have have big budgets to spend on events and they're phenomenal. So you get to experience um, sometimes, you know, you go to a private residence in Vaucluse where people are next level rich (laughs) behind these houses Um, and you get to see a window into how the other half live. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I've been to one for uh, Penfolds at Vaucluse. Those houses yeah. are just amazing. Oh, they're incredible. But, you know, we, I went to a, a, there was a house. I think it was the Sunday Riley event. Oh, yeah. There was a, there was a lift in the house. Oh, <laughs> wow. I think it could be the same house. <laughs> yeah. You know when you have a lift in your house that you're pretty rich? <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. What do you <sighs> not like about your job? Um. That's a tough. I mean, there's nothing I would say I don't that I don't like. It's it's just I suppose always you know being um, working full time and and having two young kids. Um, it's always How a juggle. How old are your, your girls? Oh, well, when they're six and nine, I guess they're getting older yeah. now. They're not so little. Um, but you know, I think particularly the la- like last year with the homeschooling, working full time. My husband and I both work full time. Mm. Trying to, um, you know, it's just it's just a juggle, and 
trying to manage your time and um, switch off, you know, at night mm. um, and not wake up at three o'clock in the morning and think about what you have to do. Oh, um, mm. Yeah, I, I think that's, it's just always um, a struggle, you know. Well, you know, it's just like It's always a struggle to get that kind of work-life balance, isn't it? Exactly. Like everybody yeah. experiences that, yeah. Mm. Can, yeah. I can I can remember when I worked as a lawyer, I was pretty much like, your mind is just nonstop, twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't switch you, off. You don't switch off. You're always thinking about something. So, yeah. So, um, what were some of the issues you faced when you first started? When I first started as a journalist, or when I first started at in beauty? beauty? Yeah, I think I mean the switch from. News is so different to beauty and lifestyle. Did, was there uh, like a bit of a culture shock maybe when, when you yes, switched over? Yes, a massive culture shock. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get dressed up to go to an event. <laughs> that was like, um, you know, whereas before I'd wear my tracky tags to work, which I do now often at home. Um, but... Um, I, I suppose some of the issues was just getting to know people um, mm. because I, I hadn't come from that world of magazines or um, beauty necessarily. Um, so it was just, I guess, yeah, just, just building up um, contacts and, um, yeah, just, just getting to know the, the industry and, and, and the people in it. Mm. And there would be very different personalities as well, wouldn't they, from from the news team that you yeah. Would have? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, when I was at Yahoo 7, I was covering food and fashion and beauty, and that was kind of the holy trinity I found. Mm. But all of those industries are very, very different. Um, and then it's just that I've ended up in the, in the beauty aspect of it. But... Um, there, yeah. The, 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 each industry has its own um, quirks, I guess, and its own way of operating. You know, ha even hair is very different to working on InStyle. Yeah. That's very different to professional beauty um, mm -hmm. because you know hairdressers are a, an amazing bunch of people that are very fun and very creative. And then professional beauty was a lot more, um, you know, almost sometimes you're talking to doctors and, oh, and nurses, okay. which is, again, a very different kind of calibre of person to a hairdresser, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, I guess, adjusting and adapting. But, again, that's one of, I guess, the perks of the job is that you meet so many different people from, from all different backgrounds. Mm. Um, yeah. So every day would be so interesting. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's that's the good thing about I think being a, a journalist or or an editor is you um, do you, you meet do you do you like beauty? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't really say no. Can I? So you have a like a, a natural affiliation for beauty products. Well, no, I it. do love beauty. I, I yeah. definitely do, and my sister is a beauty therapist by trade, so. Oh. I like I was um she always had a very vested interest in beauty and I 
didn't so much, but I, I have learned over the years and now I'm I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as you know, <laughs> my daughters are they say, Do you how much do you do you love makeup? <laughs> um, because I'm it's just, you know, it's everywhere over my desk. I, I love trying out the latest kind of products and um and seeing what's going on in the industry and even your trend piece that you wrote yesterday tash like i love the graphic liner the eyeliner it's so cool thank you yeah yeah i wish i could do that myself i can't but you know i love watching people like you do it um (laughs) and i try and i fail but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) so nice of you so i mean you, you you're constantly trying all these new products what are your current favorite beauty um, trends? Oh, trends. Okay. Well, again, the graphic eyeliner, like I just mentioned. Um, the trends, I mean, wellness is such a huge trend. I just think post COVID, you know, um, beauty mm. and health and wellness are very, um, the lines are very blurred now. So, mm. um, you know, yesterday, I mentioned before, like we've got Elle McPherson in the next issue for Wellco and I spoke to um, Dr. Simone yesterday, who's the founder of that brand with Elle. Um, you know, the well, like the ingestibles yeah. um, category is 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 huge and it's... Um, Grown a lot in the last two years. Oh, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, we did a big feature on the current issue and the winter issue mm. on on that. You know, collagen. Um, yeah. Whether it's collagen or whether it's mm. um, some other ingredient like hyaluronic acid. You know, all of these things that you can now ingest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And probiotics and things. It, it's it's um, yeah. That's 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 a trend that I find fascinating that I'm still learning about. Um, you know, I went to a launch last week for Shake Up Cosmetics. So that's a men's skincare and cosmetics brand that's distributed by ChemCorp in Australia that's available in Maya now. That's a trend that I'm fascinated with, like what's happening in that category. Mm, um, I'm seeing a lot of you know, that too. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, I don't think my husband is at the stage where he's going to put concealer on yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's, there's this new trend that's starting where um, I've also noticed in probably in the last... 12 months where there's been a focus on creating skincare for men and now we're seeing um some makeup coming out that's, yep. that's for men yeah like bb creams and concealers just wow. you know not not makeup but like you know not not like, like hybrid um, like makeup yeah. with skincare benefits. yeah like tinted stuff and yeah yeah and it's you know it's available in Maya and so it's really mainstream so It'll be interesting to see how that takes off um, as well. So, Michelle, do you have any tips for those budding beauty entrepreneurs out there that are looking to maybe start their own brand or skincare? Oh, God, that's a tough – I mean, yeah, I would I would just say, you know, network as much as possible, like learn um, all that you can – from the experts, you know, go to the expos, go to the business summits, speak to people that have started their own brands. You know, I think with our industry, people are quite supportive and happy to share their Mm. knowledge. Um, Talk to the people that have, you know, that have started their own brand and and find out what what lessons they've learnt. It's, Mm. um, that's, yeah, what I would say. 
That's awesome. That's good tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you want to make and meet as many new people, I suppose, like a network and make new yeah, friends. But that's what out. I call like, make new. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got, you know, a different story and particularly those people that have started brands and, you know, and then some people have been, you know, no, nothing is an overnight success ever. Yeah. Whenever you speak to yeah. people, they always are like yeah. it's taken 10 years, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's never, it's never. Like, um, yeah, it's like what you were saying, like, you know, you get to see the glamorous side of things yeah. but they're not going to see you where, yeah, you've got your, your mum bun and, you know what I mean? Pajamas, yep. and you're in the back end like till two a.m. in the morning packing stuff, and exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So, what are your plans for the future for retail beauty? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I think <laughs> that's good. That's a win. We're going to just keep building on the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> that was and it's now retail beauty. Um, we're growing our digital audience that's a huge focus for us i really want to start a tiktok account which oh, we haven't really? done yet uh, yes. so oh my god it'll be so fun wants, can i help uh, out i want to do that yeah, sure because yeah. sure. I, I just don't have the time if, <laughs> um, tiktok if will be would good like to help out please feel free to contact me yeah um you know with retail beauty i think we at the Naturally Good Expo, um, we held a beauty VIP experience. So we would just want to get um, involved with more events and, you know, just um, I guess just, just get out there and, and, and really um, connect with people. Could I ask a question? Would Do you guys like yourselves do events? Like, well, that's the thing. So with the Naturally Good Expo, that was we, we that was we normally have a buyer's breakfast there, but this year we didn't. We had instead um, a VIP experience where we had a buyer's panel um, who spoke about. So the the audience could ask them questions, and they, it was um, an interactive panel on um, which we had people from Chemist Warehouse. We had mm. David Willey from Youth Marketing. But, yeah, so we haven't done our own event. I haven't. I yep. think they might have done one previously on a youth marketing summit um, before or marketing to millennials, but that was before my time. I'd have yeah. to check. Yeah. Um, so, but post-COVID, that was the first one that we had, and um, like I said, at the Naturally Good Expo. So, yeah, we're thinking of, you know, doing our own events again, um, definitely, you know, some of the other um titles in intermediate have done that so in style just had hair festival which yeah, was great okay. um uh, professional beauty inspiring clinic have beauty inspire insiders coming up yep. so yeah so there are um it's just something that we need to again carve out the time for yeah and yeah. the planning and but that is something that we want to do yes we definitely want to hold our own events yeah in the future so in the future maybe you can yeah. get one of those cool places with a lift in it Uh, i think that's a little out of our budget (laughs) we can ask nicely (laughs) oh but there's yeah hey there's always hope (laughs) yeah that's why we like to piggyback off other events (laughs) that would be so cool yeah so, um, for our audience, can you tell us how, how where can we find uh, retail beauty? 
online. You can go to retailbeauty.com.au and you can find, please subscribe to the newsletter, um, our weekly newsletter. And also you can find links there to the digital mag so you can read it there. Or if you would like to subscribe to the print mag, you can also do so from there. And also... Follow yep. us on Instagram, yep. please, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. So what's your Instagram? And it's just um, retail beauty, retail <laughs> underscore beauty underscore. Okay. And Facebook? Facebook, yeah. We're retail beauty magazine, all one word. Okay. And on Instagram, you're? Retail underscore beauty underscore. Wonderful. So thanks so much, Michelle, for your time. I mean, it's been such a pleasure talking to you and, and I, I've learned something new about you today. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you for having thanks, me. It's Michelle. been so great yeah. talking to you too. Thank you for your time and for having me on the podcast. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks, okay, Michelle. You too. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, I mean, truly appreciate you listening in. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on our website, thebeautybusinesspodcast.com and Instagram at thebeautybusinesspodcast. And on Facebook at The Beauty Business Podcast. Feel free to email us at info at thebeautybusinesspodcast.com or DM us if there are any issues you would like us to cover. Thank you. Thank you. And we hope you will join us for our next episode.